What's up, guys? Tom here from Metal Loud, and welcome to episode three of the Metal Loud podcast. Today we have on Randall Pierce. We'll be talking about a few things like the brand new, brand new song called I Am a Nightmare. But first, some site announcements. So there are a few new reviews that are up on the site. If you want to go check those out, uh, they are in the YouTube page. Uh, as well as there is a written one. There's a few new announcements, including the brand new track that is posted up that you can stream right from the site, as well as there is a uh, few new updates on there if you want to just take a look at that and see what we're doing on the site. Um, what I do want to let you know is that the reviews, particularly the video reviews, are going to be a little bit delayed and sporadic for the next couple months. I am going to be moving, so it's going to be a little bit difficult to be pumping out content um, as regularly as I have been. So I just ask that you bear with me on that, and I will do my best to try to keep things as regular as possible. Uh, that's why I'm doing the podcast as much as I can to get it out on Wednesdays for you, so at least there's something consistent. So that's enough of that. Let's get to it. So again, we have on Randall Pierce. Oh, welcome back to the podcast, Randall. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, so today we're going to be talking about the new brand new song that just came out. Uh, they just dropped a single today called I Am A Nightmare. Uh, they released a single a little while back called Many or Meany or however you want to pronounce it. Um, so I've been saying mean. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's right, but yeah, mean I, sounds best. I have no idea. I, I have no idea how to pronounce it. I'm sure someday we'll figure it out. Uh, but what do you what are you thinking about these new singles from them? Uh, so today, um, I, I saw that you posted it, so I, I listened and. Honestly, the first first time I listened to it, I wasn't really a fan. Um, I'm a I'm a pretty big brand new fan. Uh, one thing that's a little different with me than most big brand new fans is I really liked Daisy. So, or sound along the lines of Daisy, and it's not at all. Uh, but I I went back and listened to it again about a half hour ago, and it reminded me. I want to say it reminded me a lot of some of the uh, Deja Entendu songs. Uh, yeah, I mean, so I, I, I don't. I think I'm. It'll grow on me more. I'm sure. Yeah, um, they. This one's definitely different than the first one they released because, like, well, we'll call it mean. I really like that song. That song first, I first heard that song because uh, for anybody out there who doesn't know, I am not a fan of Brand New. I f really find them just repetitive and boring and overall just not that great to listen to. So this is coming from somebody who does not really enjoy Brand New that much. That song really kind of had me. It was it was energetic. It was powerful. It was fast paced. It was kind of it kind of had like a more of a, a punk feel to it. Um, it felt like a post-hardcore song versus like uh, Devil and the God, which kind of has this like folky style to it almost. Yeah. Um, which some of the songs on there are, are okay, I like, but not overall. I didn't really enjoy that. Daisy is kind of hit or miss as well, but that really felt like a more like a straight-up post-hardcore uh, kind of song. And this feels more like... Uh, it feels like they bring back some of the, the, the folkiness to it, but there's also a little bit of, like, pop to it as well. Um, so, I don't know. I, I actually, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. it. Sounds it's They both sound completely different from each other, and honestly, they both sound completely different than what I've heard from Brand New in the past as well. Yeah, I I agree with you, though. I love Mean. Uh, like, I think that song is, is phenomenal. And you're right, they both, it seems like they've completely dropped all of the changes they made to their sound with Daisy because that that album is very very different from their other stuff um, it's got some really weird things with it that I know a lot of people don't didn't like uh, I personally like I said I love it that's it's my favorite album by them um, but these new songs they're they are very different 
Yeah, I mean, uh, from Daisy, pretty much the only thing I liked off of that was Vices. Um, <laughs> I, I knew, I knew you were gonna say that. No, yeah. Uh, honestly, one of my favorite songs on there was uh, I forget what it was called. Um, Be Gone, I think is what it was called. It's the one that the the vocals are like distorted. They've got a weird weird effect on him. You can't really understand what he's saying, but it's got a real folky guitar riff going. I don't know. I love that song. Yeah. I, I mean, that, that's all thing. Um, so that's one of the things I, I did kind of get from Devil and God was it was a very... Like, they were... Uh, their, first two al- their first album was definitely kind of almost borderline pop-punk. Yeah. Um, not... not I don't want to use that because it's not really the right. It's it's like a it's like a hybrid of pop punk and almost post hardcore. Yeah, like indie rock. They it, it, it kind of because it kind of came out during that time period of uh, that was I think the first album was what yeah one yeah it was like uh, the first album uh, I can look it up here real quick was in two thousand three. Okay, so yeah, it's two thousand. Um, Oh no! I'm sorry. Yeah. First, first album was 2001. 2001. Yeah, your favorite weapon um, was 2001. Uh, that's what I thought. So it, it kind of came out during that whole time period of when indie rock was starting to kind of blossom with their with them with Taking Back Sunday with Say Anything, uh, yeah. Saves the Day, which had been around for a while, was kind of coming up. Um, and it kind of was that blend of post-hardcore pop punk that that became that era's kind of defining sound. And right. then Deja and, and Tendu, that one, I, I felt was a little. It, it was kind of stronger. I feel like definitely than your favorite weapon. Um, I think it was a bit of a more mature sound than anything off of your favorite weapon. But it still kind of was in that same vibe. And then my only issue between those two records is it's not really an issue. So your favorite weapon is it's not recorded as well as Dejan Tendu. Yeah. Um and like when I first heard it, I I caught on to that that it wasn't it didn't sound like the other bands that I was listening to at that time when it first came out, it was, I could tell it, it almost sounded like it was recorded in a closet to me. <laughs> uh, and, and then when the next one, Dejan Sanju came out, it was, you know, worlds better. But over time that, where that quality was kind of lacking in your favorite weapon, it really grew on me. And that's one of my favorite albums by them. Yeah, I mean, it's def- Deja Nintendo is definitely better produced um, than your favorite weapon. And it wasn't... I mean, to me, sometimes that could, like... Um, like I mentioned, Say Anything. Their technically second album uh, is a real boy. It really is kind of rough as far as the production goes, but that lends this charm to it that I think helps it versus I think your favorite weapon kind of feels a little bit under-polished, kind of like... yeah. Yeah, kind of like um, Taking Back Sunday's first album. Yeah, um, which I mean, th- those two bands have a lot. You know, they're <laughs> kind of tied yeah. together there. Yeah, that's there's definitely <laughs> the uh, feud still going on today. Um, if that's even real, I've read uh, interviews with them where like they made it up and whatnot. Like, there's so many different sides to that. There's no telling what the real story is there. <laughs> I would kind of believe it's real. There's a, there's a lot. They all have, uh, I mean, they've written songs about each other <laughs> and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think yeah. they really do that as a gag. Uh, but why not? Why wouldn't you? Uh, I, I mean, mean, if it, you're with your friends, you know, writing, writing shit back and forth, oh, let's see if anybody picks up on this. Like, I think that's a cool idea. Maybe. But it, it's also cool if it is real. Like, either way. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll tend to believe it's real just because of, I figure by now something would have come out. You know what I mean? Like you, you figure by now they would have uh, at least done like a put our differences aside tour. <laughs> well, they had they've there's videos you can find on YouTube of them performing each other's songs together. Oh like, yeah, no, I know that, but they've never really they've never really buried the hatchet like completely. You know what I mean? Where publicly, at least, yeah. yeah. 
So I don't. I think something's going on there. But anyways, um, Devil and the God, uh, Devil and God are raging inside. But it was a, a huge tone shift for the band. I think that's really yeah. kind of. And, and also, I, I would credit them as much as I generally do not enjoy them. Um, I definitely kind of credit them with the whole emo revival, at least the modern emo revival. Yeah, I agree. I, th- I think they really helped break out of that sound that was going on with all those bands and in that indie rock scene and kind of tuned it to what we're hearing today with bands like Basement um, and Citizen and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know if you listen to any of them, but... I honestly haven't even heard of them. I'll have to check them out. Uh, well, they, they, they kind of have... They, I, they're not exactly the same, but I would credit devil and the god uh about devil and the god devil and god with kind of sparking their sound as far as what they have uh okay and i mean that was a complete shift and then daisy was also just kind of weird and another kind of completely different tone shift as well and i think that's what i found with a lot of people actually like brand new is daisy seems to be either the one that they don't like or grew on them. I don't. I haven't really met a lot of people who like Daisy just like outright. That's me. Like <laughs> for, from from the first like that opening on Vices. Like I, my mind was blown. I was like, holy shit, this is brand new. Like I I was probably sitting in a chair like I am right now, leaning forward on my knees and hit play on my computer. And as soon as that hit, I sat back in my chair like, fuck, what what is going on? Yeah. But, no, you're, I, you're the rare one. <laughs> yeah, I I love that album. It's on my phone right now uh i don't have a lot of music yeah um let's see get it pulled up here i only have a plus setup which is a local band here uh this addiction album by alkaline trio all of coheed and cambria's albums all of norma jean's albums and daisy that's That's what's on my phone, and that's what's been on my phone for years. There's those albums, uh, but yeah, that, that's how much I love Daisy. It's it's definitely my I would say my top five favorite albums of all time. Yeah, so yeah, that, that's weird. It's like is that most people I know who are are especially especially people who are into brand new will always say that like either they they don't like Daisy or. They, it grew on them, so you're you're one of the right people. Who, uh, <laughs> yeah, and I've I've heard that too from like, I have a lot of friends that love Brand New and they hate Daisy. Yeah, I so. don't get it. I think it's phenomenal. <laughs> I, but so so, would you say you're excited about the new album? You think it might be the step that uh, you've been looking for since 2001? Honestly, if if this if this continues, it because here's the thing. There's always one or two songs off of their albums that I love. Like, yeah. I love Sewing Season off right. of The Devil of God. I, I love that song to death. I, I love Vices. Um, I, there, there's a couple, uh, Sick Transit Gloria, I absolutely love that song. So there's a couple, there's always a couple songs on their albums that, despite my feelings, I kind of do really, really enjoy. <laughs> So I'm worried that this is going to be like, here's it. Here's the two songs that you like, and the rest are just complete garbage. But, so, let's see, 12, 11, 11, 12. So 11 to 12 songs per album that they've put out. Uh So say this new record has 12 songs on it. Do you really think the first two singles they release, though, are the only two that you would like? I would think the chances of that are pretty low. There's got to be. Happened. It's happened quite a bit with a, a, quite a few albums that I've I've had where I've really liked. They've released a couple singles, not not just brand new, but like other bands. You know, where I hear a couple singles and really like it, and the rest of the album I just end up like. Um, actually, Bayside's last album, Colt. They released. There were two tracks they released beforehand, and I was super into them. And then I got the album, and it was just not good. <laughs> so. I haven't checked out their last album. Uh, like, I love great. Bayside, but I have. Yeah. I, when did that come out? Uh, 2014, I think. 2013, maybe. Uh, 14. 14. Maybe I did listen to it. Yeah, 
Like their their album before that, Killing Time, is my favorite album by them. And then Colt was just not good. <laughs> um, but that's what I mean. Like I, I'll, I've had it be way so many times before where a band has released a couple songs previous to the album that I've absolutely fallen in love with, and then I hear the rest of the album, and it's just like those are the only songs that I end up liking. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I have that fear based off my previous experience with brand new. Uh, I know, I know I get a lot of hate for it, but I, I don't know. They just don't do it for me. Yeah. It it blows my mind. Every time I hear someone (laughs) say that, I just don't get it. Uh, but sorry, uh, you go back to, uh, Bayside killing time is definitely my favorite album by them. And that is the last one that I heard. Yeah. That, that album was fantastic. That, like everything about that was great. Uh, but yeah, Colt, they, they, they released, there were two songs they released and I remember I, I absolutely loved both of them. And then I listened to the rest of the album and the first time I listened to it, it was kind of one of those albums where like the first time I listened to it, it was okay, but I didn't, I didn't hate it. I didn't really love it. And then the more and more I listened to it, the more it just kind of like fell off for me. Mm. Kind of got tired of it. Uh, which obviously isn't good for an album. <laughs> yeah. So I, I kind of realized there's only like a few songs by them uh, of that album that I actually enjoyed. Um, it's kind of also, uh, <laughs> I know Amy will probably say something about this, um, The Used, Imaginary Enemy, their last <laughs> album. Dude, we, me and my wife both, like, my wife is a, you know, a huge yeah. <laughs> uh, Used fan, but yeah. we, got, we got that record together and... Obviously, she loved it no matter what. It, they can put out dog shit and she's going to love it. <laughs> <laughs> but And I'm a little more skeptical because they're not one of my favorite bands. But I do – they haven't done much that I don't like. But I loved that album. Really? There, there, was, there was one song that was very uh, – I guess it, it had a lot of electronic sounds in it that I did not like. Okay. I can't remember what the name of the song was. So, like, there, there's a couple on there that I, like, I loved Cry. That was the first single they released, and I love that song. Revolution, the opening track, I liked. Um, and then there's, like, a couple other ones th- here and there that I, I, I enjoy. Ooh, I kind of enjoyed it. I didn't really love them, but they were tolerable. But I, overall, I just did not like that album. But my point is, like, I, I heard the single and loved it. I was so excited for it. Actually, now I'm looking at the track listing. She, I bought this one. I bought Imaginary Enemy for her. And I have not even listened to it. It's the one before that that we got together that I really liked, except for that one song. Uh, yeah, the one before vulnerable. it. Actually, yeah, that one I actually ended up liking. Um, I didn't like it the first... See, my problem was with that one... I clicked through it I, when it released. I, I, I found like a YouTube stream of it and I kind of just like clicked through the songs yeah. and didn't find anything that really caught my attention. So I never really went back and listened to it. But then I heard, I saw like a music video for something that they released and I really liked it. I Come Alive, I think was the one they did the video for. Ah, uh, might have been that one. Um, is that it? Um, but. Yeah, I, I saw it. I really liked it, and then I was like, "Let me, uh, you know, let me check out the rest of the album if this is the case." And I ended up actually really liking that album, unlike a lot of people I know who hate that album. <laughs> yeah, we saw them play in Vegas. Uh, it was in 2014. I want to say the beginning, or it was in the middle, the beginning of the summer of 2014. We saw them play in vegas and they played several songs off of that album and i mean it was phenomenal like if you've never seen the used live it's it's a must (laughs) it's a must see you've really got it like they put on one of the best live shows i've seen yeah you don't even have to like their music their show (laughs) is just it's fun i mean i would love to to see them live they seem like they would be uh definitely fun um you mentioned their uh the latest album, Imaginary Enemy. All I've got stuck in my head now is the Circus Survive song. <laughs> it's stuck. Oh, uh, 
<laughs> well, it's not so bad. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, have you heard the uh, new Seosin album? I have not. I need to. I you really, really need to. should. All, all I've heard is good things about it. Oh man, it's it's like it feels like a total throwback to like two thousand three, two thousand four. It's almost like as if Anthony Green never left. Like the, it, it's it's almost as if the the years without him never happened. That's awesome. Yeah, it sounds so good. Like I I was honestly surprised. I mean, obviously there's a couple songs in there that aren't like great songs. Like they're still good, but not things. They're not perfect. <laughs> but yeah. Like, but some of the tracks on there are just so phenomenal. I can't get over it. Like. It's been up on uh, streaming on Pandora, and I've just been listening to it nonstop. So, yeah, if you get a chance, definitely listen to that. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. Uh, what else is new? Uh, new? I've been I've been kind of out of the loop. Like honestly, <laughs> the last s several months, new music, I've just gotten from your site so <laughs> <laughs> that's literally like my only outlet for learning about what's new anymore yeah i i try to put up as much new as i can i mean i don't, don't get a lot uh, of it but um yeah i try to do my best with finding something that's new that i actually want to listen to <laughs> yeah your review of uh of the new Miley Cyrus record. I know that that was a hit. Oh, yeah. That was... <laughs> yeah. Um, I, one of the few negative reviews I've done. <laughs> I watched the review. I have not listened to a second of that album. Don't. <laughs> I'm not going to. I don't <laughs> plan you, on if it. If you get an opportunity to listen to it, just listen to something else instead. <laughs> I mean, it's it's... It's that bad. Like I'm, I'm not even exaggerating. It's that bad. Like it's probably one of the, out of all the negative reviews I've given, that's probably the worst, the worst of them all. Um, like, I just did one for Six AM, uh, Nikki Six's band, and their new album is garbage. I, I wouldn't expect anything else from that. <laughs> but it's. If you, it's definitely more tolerable than Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Honestly, uh, I, f I find that hard to believe, but well, I mean, I'll take your word for it. I'm not going to listen to either one of them. <laughs> yeah, no, don't. <laughs> I wouldn't suggest it. Um, and to be honest and fair to Miley Cyrus, because I, I know she'll listen to this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I love her some of her older stuff. Like her Dolly Parton covers. Uh, yeah. That's <laughs> like, she can sing. Yes. <laughs> um, even like wrecking ball. That's a phenomenal song. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I love that song. No, that, that is, I mean, I actually enjoy it. And I, I know she can, so that's why it's inferior. That's why that album is so infuriating because she sounds so bad on it and it's like i know she can sing like why why is it this bad and like i can get over it like even the, uh, uh, just getting angry <laughs> thinking about that album. she was just fucked up the whole time and wanted to make something weird and hopefully she gets out of this weird phase because she can do good music yeah i i hope she i hope she gets out of it i hope she kind of realizes that I mean, I feel bad at the same time because I feel like a lot of this is spurred on because of her whole Disney Channel persona, and she's trying to, like, shed that. But, I mean, just, it's it's so bad. It's just like she's... The only people who are going to find that, that, that album in particular, and I would say her music as of late, interesting, are, like, 12-year-olds who have just discovered pop <laughs> for the first time and want to pretend that they're edgy. Right, it's like... It's like when we were that age discovering Limp Biscuit. Yeah, except you know what? I would listen to Limp Biscuit before. I think oh, yeah, I think that, Limp Biscuit yeah, had yeah. more passion and more talent in their music than Miley Cyrus does on that album. Yeah, but I mean <laughs> it's a different time. Like nothing yeah. nothing new and this is gonna sound make me sound really old, but nothing new <laughs> and 
uh, innovative now is going to be anywhere near as good as the shitty new innovative stuff that came out around that time. I don't know about that. I mean, there's definitely a lot of a lot of bands that are doing some new stuff that that is is pretty. Int- I don't think it's going to catch on. Like, not so much catch on, but like, I don't think that it's going to hit like mainstream as much as they did. Because I think that was just that was literally a product of its time. I think if new metal had never happened or rap metal had never happened, and Limp Bizkit came out today, they never would have gotten the radio play that they got. That no, never no, would have especially with with the lyrics and oh yeah, that never would have happened. But like that was that was definitely different. But there's still a lot of bands doing a lot of uh, you know different stuff that's fun. But uh, I don't know. That that's just talking about that Marley Cyrus <laughs> makes me so angry. Like you have no idea. Um, yeah. it, it's got me trying to think of something else that I've listened to recently that I hated, and I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I honestly, I've been listening to mostly podcasts lately. Um, uh, I know last time we talked, I mentioned I was listening to a lot of local bands, I, and this is something that we never cleared up. <laughs> and by the end of that, by your first episode, the band that I couldn't think of was Silent Words the Archer. Oh. I. Uh, my my podcast, my, my last guest, we talked about them for a while because he actually tried out for that band when he was like 14 or 15. <laughs> and uh, no, that that's that got back into them recently um, pretty hard. I've been listening to them for the last week or so. Yeah. No, I've so, definitely heard you talk about them. Yeah, So, but listening to new stuff and I, I just I haven't been doing it in a long time. So I can't think of anything that I've heard recently I didn't like. Except I watch The Voice with my wife, and there's a lot of stuff on there that I don't like. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, you know what album I actually was super in band? I was super surprised that, I'll put it this way, that I didn't actually hate. What's that? Three Doors Down. Really? Yeah, they released a new album called uh, Us in the Night, and I don't hate it. <laughs> like... And I never liked Three Doors Down. Like even even the uh, whatever that song is, Kryptonite. Um, yeah, when that album came out, I really liked them. Oh, I hated them. <laughs> <laughs> I was I heard that song once, and I was like, okay, this is kind of okay. And then I heard it three thousand more times on yeah. every single station. I was just like, this is garbage. Yeah, like that's that's my opinion on it now. But when it <laughs> came out, like when it was new and fresh, I liked it. I liked that whole uh, album. Uh, I now I if it comes on I turn it off. No, I didn't even. Their, so their new one was good. I wouldn't say good. But it's it's competent. Um, it's definitely kind of like still that adult contemporary alt rock kind of like their their audience and demographic is definitely going to be you know the pushing forty crowd. Yeah. Um, but it's not bad. I don't hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, it's nothing exciting. It's not great. I'm not gonna. Does it, you know. does it still sound like Three Doors Down? Yeah, more or less. Yeah, it's, it's it doesn't do anything different, really. Okay. Um, but I I you know I I was surprised. I figured I would just take a listen to it, and yeah, I, I didn't actually hate it. So um, I was I was surprised by that, and then. The album I just reviewed by a band called Devour the Day. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. Uh-uh. You might actually like that album. It's it's really good. I um, it was another one I was kind of surprised at because uh, I didn't like it that much the first time. Like the first couple times I listened to, it. I wasn't like I heard a song and kind of it caught my attention, but then it lost it, and then I went back and kept listening to it. Uh, the more I listened to it, the more I actually ended up liking it. Uh, it's kind of more like a, um, I would say like a harder three, uh, three days grace. Okay. That kind of like almost wannabe industrial alt rock kind of sound, but definitely more like hardcore post hardcore. Hmm. Um, it's it's interesting, but I actually ended up really liking that album. Um, and then 
I've been told to check out the new Pierce the Veil album, which is a band I generally am not a huge fan of. I'm not even a little fan. <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of people hate them. I'm understandable. I'm not... I've heard... Like, there's some songs I've listened to by them that I've actually kind of enjoyed, but never enough to be like, I want to listen to them. Yeah. But I've been told to listen to new albums, and I heard a song off of it, and I, I was okay with it, so... I don't know about... I'm going to try to listen to the actual the whole album and see what we get. Um, and I'm trying to think what else. Uh, yeah, the... I, re <laughs> I reviewed the new uh, Andy Black album. I don't know if you saw that. I saw you posted it. I don't know who that is, so I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. So, that's the dude from the band Black Veil Brides. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so Black Veil Brides is another band who I was told to listen to their, their last album because I, I generally loathe, loathe them so much because of their fans and because just generally the music I listened to was just garbage. Like, I hated everything they had done. And then I listened to their last album, and I really, really liked it. And I don't know why. That hurts me. <laughs> I know, I know. You, you, you know, and the thing that actually caught me to finally break down and actually listen to it, because I've been told by people who, like, I would not expect to. Like, people I know who would ha who hate Black Veil Rides like that last album for whatever reason. I, I can't explain it either. Um but I was actually listening to him talk about music and talk about art and talk about all these things. And he's really smart and really passionate about it. So I kind of figured, what the hell, I'll just give it a chance. Give it a shot, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'm not against giving it a shot. It's just <laughs> I'd, I wouldn't have high hopes going into it. So I, yeah. So maybe maybe it would be easier that way for me to accept it. Maybe I wouldn't see. I wouldn't expect you to like it. I, I either way, like I can't explain why I like it, and I can't explain why other people like it. So I would not expect you to, but I wouldn't be surprised if you actually enjoyed it. Um, but he he, went, he has his solo project, which he just released called Andy Black, and it's kind of like synth pop electronic. Um, so I don't like that kind of stuff at all. No. Not even a little. <laughs> yeah, so you'll probably hate it. But like um, the the more electronic <laughs> that music gets, the farther I want to get away from it. Okay, so yeah, you'll probably hate it. Um, <laughs> I liked it. I actually i I enjoyed it. It's a little it's a little rough. It's um, a lot of the, the songs aren't really cohesive. Like they all sound like they could be from like different albums. In a weird way, but I actually enjoyed it. But yeah, if you if you're not into that in general, then you'd probably end up hating it anyways. Yeah, no, like like I said, with the used, I I like the used a lot. And on the vulnerable album, the only song I didn't like was the one that used a lot of electronic stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh man. So I got to, I drove to. Um, Poughkeepsie, New York yesterday, which is about an hour and a half away, a little bit less, uh, to see that band Hot Gospel that I've been listening to. Yeah. And it was in this, like, it was in the back of, like, this pizza parlor. It's so weird. It was in the back of this pizza parlor. And I was mad, too, because I got stuck in traffic, so I was, like, uh, I was late for it, because they were supposed to go on at 6.55, and I didn't get there till like, 7.15-ish. Um, so I was bad. I thought I missed. I thought I missed their set, but I got there, and apparently, what had happened was, uh, I think it was an amp caught on fire. <laughs> so they almost didn't even have the show, but somebody somebody had like uh, or, or brought an amp or something, so they were able to uh, continue on with the show. That's uh, crazy. Yeah, it was absolutely nuts. Um, it was just awesome. Like the, it, the only people who are really there. I mean, it's a Monday night. Um, were basically the other bands, so it wasn't really like a huge crowd or anything. <laughs> but um, it, it was cool to see them. I mean, they're they're awesome. They're awesome live. Like, yeah, I've watched some videos that that have been. I don't know if you posted them or if you just shared them or whatnot. But 
Yeah, no, they look like it looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, I like I like what I've seen. Definitely, <laughs> they're they're all the, like they're the best people. Um, they're they're fucking awesome. And then, uh, yeah, but I, I'm glad I got to see them. And actually, that, that's, I keep talking about them. They they just released a song. Well, they haven't really released it, but they've been playing it live. Um, I did a video of it. It's called "Thanks for the Blood," and I think you you would like it. It's definitely got this like glass jaw every time I die kind of feel to it. Yeah, I, I definitely caught that in the videos that I've seen. Yeah, so it's like, man, I can't wait till they get the uh, get that actually recorded. And they just released a video for uh, one of their songs called "Drag Me Down." Um, I don't know if you saw. I posted that. Um, I don't think I saw that one. Yeah, that's that, that's a um, a, a song they released. Um, they released a single a little while back. They just released the video, but yeah, they're they're doing it. Um, <laughs> But yes, if, if I mean I don't know whenever they get on tour, but if you get a, ever a chance to uh, to see them, you definitely you know don't pass that up. They're I, I hope they blow up big because they are getting there definitely. Yeah, if, I, if they ever come around here, I'll definitely jump on that. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. There's... Sorry, go ahead. Well, I was, I was, no, you go ahead. <laughs> I I was gonna say there is one band that's I. I don't want to say they're really up and coming because they fall into a little I don't I don't know really how to say it but so for people that are really big fans of Coheed and Cambria yeah they they already know about this band but I feel like they're really the only ones that are going to really jump on board with them but they're called Thank You Scientist okay. uh uh, the first song I heard by them was called My Fame Disappearing Act, but they're like, it's like progressive, uh, really progressive ska. Okay. Uh, so imagine if Claudio Sanchez from, from Coheed and Cambria threw his voice into some kid that played in a like progressive, very, very progressive and technical ska but also has some punk feels it's it's crazy i i definitely recommend checking them out and that song it's so good and watching videos of them live there's like i don't know 76 people in this band wow <laughs> uh no there, I, I think there's like nine people something like that there's a bunch um because i mean they've got all the horns and uh yeah i i could uh I can dig that. I, I would like to see them get huge and even get, like, it would be nice to hear something like that on the radio, but that'll never happen. Yeah. You said, when you said, like, progressive Scott, what that made me think of is uh, there's this, I want to say they're Japanese band called Sim, and they're, um, they're like, uh, <laughs> like ska core <laughs> like it, it's yeah they're japanese it, it's weird it's like um it's kind of like what skindred does except instead of like bringing in reggae it's ska mixed with like hardcore huh but there's oh my god they're they're a bigger band they're they're pretty big actually um but yeah their their sound is awesome there was a, sorry. There was a, a ska band that I went and see, went and saw play several times when I was in Japan. Uh, they were called All Japan Goith. Okay. G O I T H. I guess that's how you would say it. Uh, they were a lot of fun. It was just, it was just like real pop, poppy ska. Yeah, ska is pretty big over there, actually. Yeah, it is definitely. I, I didn't realize that, but uh, I look looked it up so there's seven members of thank you scientists they these are all the instruments that they've got in, in this band it's it's insane they have vocals uh they've got a guitarist that plays electric fretless shamisen and a sitar we've got a bass player drummer an electric violinist a saxophone player and then a guy that plays trumpet flugelhorn and synthesizer 
Jeez. They're from uh, Montclair, <laughs> New Jersey. I was actually just there. Huh. Yeah, they were. I got turned on to them by uh, they opened for COVID and Cambria on their last Neverender tour, and Claudio liked them so much that he signed them to his Evil Ink Records. Wow. That's pretty awesome. It looks like they're relatively new. They only have one album. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were pretty much nobodies until... I don't know how that happened, how they... How Coheed discovered them, <laughs> but they... Like, nobody had ever heard of them. Like, who is this band that is going on, on this huge tour that... I think it was the uh, In Keeping Secrets 10-year Neverender tour. Wow. Has it been... That sounds right. I might be wrong. But <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty cool. I'm gonna listen to them. That sounds interesting, to say the least. Um, so, that, did you do you ever see the uh, review I did for that band Brock Landers? No. They are interesting as well. Um, best way to describe them is kind of like. Between the Buried in Me and uh, Protest the Hero. Okay. Kind of similar to that. I mean, they, they're like definitely like progressive post hardcore. And then there's like horns in there, and then there's like jazzy parts. It's, it's <laughs> all over the place. Yeah, it's all over the place. It's like poppy, and then like it's, but they're so good. Oh my God. They're like, um, they're from New Jersey as well, but they're fairly small now. But, I mean, they need to blow up because they are crazy. Um, I, I w I'd love to see them live. I'm hoping I get a chance to. Nice. Uh, yeah, you should check them out. They're definitely good. Yeah, what were they called again? Uh, Brock Landers. Brock Landers. Yeah. <laughs> I think I might have seen you post that. Um, for it, it may be a character flaw on my part. I don't know. But I tend to stay away from uh, solo stuff. And I think I might have just assumed that that was just one dude. One, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's. Uh, I think it's a reference to the movie uh, Boogie Nights. I I want to say. Well, that that's a uh, reference I would not get. <laughs> yeah, me, me. I've actually never seen that, so I don't. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think it's a reference to Boogie Nights. Um, but yeah, if you if. If you listen, you definitely listen to them because they are crazy good. Um, I don't think it was that was a few months ago. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that's been like new. <laughs> they have um, an they have an album or a song called Squintin Tarantino. Yes, yes they do. <laughs> that's great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I just saw um, say anything over the weekend. I saw you post about that. Yeah, I was right up front, too. That was crazy. So, like, first first thing I, I got to do, um, when I got there, walked in, I went to the merch table for the band uh, Museum Mouth, mm -hmm. who I really, really like as well. And, god damn it, they are the nicest people. Um, Carl, Carl Kuhn of uh, Museum Mouth, and I think I just butchered his last name again, even though he taught me how to pronounce it is the nicest person on the earth. So I spent like a ton of time talking to him and then their guitarist, Graham, I got to talk to him as well. Um, and then they went on first, put on an amazing show. They're just absolutely fantastic live. And then, um, uh, was it band teen suicide? It was all right. I'm not really into them. Um, but they were decent live. And then, uh, me without you. Oh man. I love me without you. Uh, see, like I, I'm, I, like I like them. I listen to them, like, but I don't regularly listen to them, so I'm not like super into them or anything. Um, like honestly, I went back. To, I went back to the museum mouth merch table uh, because my feet were kind of killing me at that point, and I sat down. So I was still able to hear them and stuff, but I wasn't like in the crowd at that point. Yeah. Um, but but I wasn't like. You know, like as soon as say anything was starting set up, I went right back down. I was, <laughs> I was gonna be right up front for that, um, and it was funny too because I got pushed to the front because somebody started like basically a mosh pit for say anything. <laughs> 
Yeah. So, uh, and what happened was like so people kept like pushing me into the pit, and I'm like, no. So then I ended up going from like the the back of the pit to the front, and I ended up getting right up front, um, which was pretty sweet. And they played like pretty much every song I could want to hear. Um from them was played so that was fantastic that's awesome yeah they're they're say anything is probably one of the best live bands to see they, yeah I, I can imagine yeah they're i mean max Bemis on stage is just something else um and then uh, the the band that they have now uh which is all new members pretty much is just they're all fantastic like at the end of the show the guitarist just jumps out into the crowd with the guitar um, and he, he came on stage and actually did, there's a part from, um, oh, what's his name from Touche Amour? Um, I don't know it. Yeah. So they, that guy, uh, I always forget his name. Anyways, he, he did a, a guest vocal on a say anything song and they played that song. Obviously he wasn't there. So the guitarist came out and did his part and it actually was sounded really good. That's cool. Um, yeah. But no, that was that was absolutely a fantastic show. Um, I love that because I like. I, have you do you listen to say anything at all? Like, you think you, uh, you think any of the guys from Museum Mouth would do the cast with you? Museum Mouth, um, unfortunately, probably not because it's not exactly up to them. So like, the, so since they're signed now. Everything has to go through the label, and I did uh, actually request to do an interview with them at the show, but it was denied. Huh. Day of, like, I had to email them back, and then I got, you know, I never got a response, and then I emailed them back saying, hey, can you just let me know if it's approved or denied? And they said, uh, you know, the, the person I was dealing with in their PR was said no, so I was like, okay. Um, that's, that just sounds like a shitty contract. Like... <laughs> You can't. I would. I would have a hard time signing something that says I have to get permission to talk to someone about my art. I think that's kind of how all um, every like label pretty much I think handles things. Like all the media and PR stuff always goes through the uh, you know through the uh, the actual label themselves because the label has like. You know, so they don't want them doing like an interview with a, a site that's going to turn around and then like trash them, you know? Yeah. Or like at the same time, they don't want it to go on a site or a, a you know podcast or whatever that's like you know white supremacy. So. <laughs> so so what we do to get around that? <laughs> here's 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 my offer. We have one of them, or fuck all of them. I don't care. <laughs> On my podcast, which is not music-related, it's <laughs> very open, just, you know, fun discussion. We talk to them as people, <laughs> and if their music comes up yeah. for a few minutes, you know, yeah, just I... just as, say, say we only mention their music as promotion, and we don't <laughs> ask them any questions about it, we just talk to them. Yeah, <laughs> somehow I don't think that would fly either. Um... No, I mean, it, it, it was... It, I'm a little bit bitter about it being denied, but mainly... It, well, it's so it's like... I can understand reasonings why it was... You know what I mean? Because I know my site isn't exactly, like, big or anything. Um, and I know probably what doesn't help is my... Unfortunately, as of now, because I'm waiting till uh, My Twitter since I use it kind of as a personal one. Yeah. Um, I mean, here's the thing though. Like I'm waiting for the, the problem is I don't want to manage two. So if I had somebody who could like run my Twitter for me, I would probably do a personal one myself and then have the, uh, the metal loud one just be like for the site. Um, but it's hard. Like, you know, even the other one I have, which, uh, it, you know, if I, if you ever notice, I rarely post on that because I always forget that I have it. Yeah, I honestly, I I I have two. I have my personal yeah. one, um, which I'll just, I'm just gonna go ahead and shout it out there. So if anybody wants to follow me, my personal one is too hot to Randall. <laughs> uh, but then I've got my podcast, which is 
it's a DWTK podcast. Uh, and I, I find it pretty easy to manage both of them. The only issue that I have is I forget which one I'm logged into because it's it, with the iPhone app, you know, you stay logged into both at the same time and you yeah. just switch between them. I forget which one I have, so I might accidentally re retweet something under the wrong account or just tweet in general under the wrong account. I've done that a couple times. Yeah, that, I mean, that's that's the that's mostly the part of it is like because I, I I'm usually on the Metal Loud one, so I just for, I forget about the uh, other one sometimes um, that it's even on there, but. So that's the thing. Like, I know if I started like my personal one, I would totally forget about the uh, Metal Loud one, and I don't want to do that because that's the brand. Yeah, uh, and I see. Like, you're right with when you just said the brand. When I hear Metal Loud, I think of you. Like, I it's synonymous. <laughs> like your uh, your Facebook. I, do you still have a personal Facebook page? Yeah. Yeah. I everything I ever tag you in, it's Metal Loud. I completely forget you even have the first one because, like, when I see Metal Loud, that's all I think of. It's just you, and I completely forget that you have anything else that's not related to that because that's you spend so much of your time with, you know, your work. Yeah. And I mean, and that's great though. No, I know, and it's funny because that's how like people introduce me. Like, if if you met me through Metal Loud, like that's how people are introducing me. Yeah, it's always this is metal loud, not this is Tom. <laughs> so, I I mean I yeah I get that, um, but uh, like that that's just the that's the and that's kind of the other part of it is the fact that my Twitter is personal. I think I a lot of people that I've met through there that have helped me kind of grow. I wouldn't have met any other way. Yeah. So and I just I want to ask, how the hell did you get? metal loud how was that on not already taken i don't know <laughs> like that, it just seems like the most perfect well, obvious for for what you do you know like, yeah um i for on twitter i have no idea um the site because technically that's not the name of the site right but the yeah the twitter handle ah uh, no idea <laughs> <laughs> And then Facebook as well. Really, really no idea how I ended up getting that. Facebook, I think they allow multiple of the same name. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know. For pages, it might be different. You know, I mean, obviously people can have yeah. the same name, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean that that's pretty much I I so I can kind of see why they might have said no to the the interview. Um. Like I'm not. It's it's not the fact that they said no that bothered me. It's the fact that I had to email them back yeah. the day of, actually as I was leaving, to find out or not. Like I didn't get any update. Like it would have been fine. Like I had no problem if they said no. Like it was a shot in the dark. Like I was just throwing it out there because like that's all. First of all, that's not something I normally am good at. I am not good at reaching out to people and stuff like that, and like putting myself out there. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't expecting much. So a, a no would have been fine. Like, hey, we decided we're not, you know, unfortunately we can't do this. Okay, cool. But, like, the fact that I had to email them back, like, as I was leaving, that part kind of bothered me a little bit. Yeah, that's that's poor customer service <laughs> on their part. Yeah, I mean, it's all good, though. Like, whatever. I'm hoping... You know, I kind of do this. It's 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 become a little bit more than a hobby to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not exactly what I... You know what I mean? Like, it's not just what I would call a hobby. Like, I'm not just doing this... It's more than that, that now. It's Yeah. It, it started out like that when I had my... Uh, it was just a blog on a Blogger, uh, which is actually still up. Um, at that point, I was kind of just doing it just whatever I figured, you know... I like music. I'll write about it. That's cool, um, but you know, it's it's become more than that. I think. Um, I, I think I've put more into it than it than I would have if it was just like 
just as uh, just doing it as a casual hobby or anything. Right. Um, so I mean, maybe someday I'll I'll be up there with uh, you know the other big sites and stuff, but have a staff. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've had people that write for me, which is kind of cool. Um, I mean, that like I didn't even solicit; like they came to me. That's pretty to me. That that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. And the other thing, I like, I, I think it's kind of cool that like people are recognizing me and stuff. Like, I know it was me like gushing about it, but like, I don't know. It's just weird, like people to like meet me and be like, "Oh, hey, you're metal loud." Okay, like. I don't know, that's just, like, kind of... A, it's a good feeling. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, I can see that. You know, I've started, like, on my... On the YouTube channel, I'm starting to get, like, comments from, like, outside people, I would say. Like, not just people who have found it from me posting it, like, people who have... Just stumbled upon it. Yeah, so, like, that's kind of cool to me, like, to see people who... You know, just outside, anywhere, just like you know, a lot of them are hateful comments, but um, <laughs> but still, they're there. They watched it. It's, yeah, they, yeah, it's crazy. You stole part of their life. <laughs> yeah, you're never gonna get those five minutes back. <laughs> yeah, no, I I agree. Like that's that's one thing that I like um, I like doing on my my podcast Facebook page is going through and just looking and see who the who has liked it that's not one of my friends on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, there's there's a couple. There's not many. <laughs> yeah. uh, my The Facebook page, it hasn't got... Like, I think I might be the only person that's actually invited anyone or shared it. Um, so most of the people on there are my friends or family or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Twitter is where I really interact with the most outsiders. Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely definitely interesting to see that though, um, but yeah, it's 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 pretty cool. Yeah, and and you do a good job with it. Like it's thanks. If if I didn't know that it was, I mean, I guess you could still really call it a hobby, right? You're not making loads of money or anything out of it, so I mean, really... like, yeah, it's not it's not making me money, but I would definitely say it's more than just a hobby, though. It's a passion. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, if I was to see, you know, just stumble upon the site and, and check out some of your reviews and videos or listen to a podcast episode or whatever, I would assume that, you know, you were get pulling in some kind of revenue. Like, there's more than just you doing it because you really just want to do it. Yeah. Like, that's that's how I see it when I look at it. Like, that's, that's how well-managed and put together I, I view it as. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> Definitely. Um, oh man. So, uh, all right. So, is there? We've we've talked about your podcast, um, and you've thrown it out there. But for <laughs> just conclusion's sake, let's let's go ahead. So, is there anything else you want to say about your podcast? Where where is it? What is it? Yeah, it's uh, it's called "Don't Wake the Kids." Um, it's basically just me talking to my friends or uh, friends of friends that might be interesting. Oh, it's it's me talking to another person about whatever might come up. Uh, we've we've gotten into music, movies. Uh, the last episode we talked about religion a little bit, but tried to keep it light. Uh, didn't want to get too deep there. It's more of a comedy podcast. Uh, we have a lot of fun. But uh, you can find it on iTunes. It's in the Google Play Store. It's it's on pretty much every podcast directory. So if you just if you just Google Don't Wake the Kids Podcast, you'll find it. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. Uh, it's at DWTK Podcast. Um, I have the Don't Wake the Kids Facebook page. Uh, I actually just started a Tumblr for because every episode I've talked to whoever I'm talking to about different things that you know that really you really need the visual. So I started the Tumblr. So each episode I'll share links to like if we talk about a band or uh, 
a funny video that we found on YouTube or whatever uh, pictures. It doesn't matter. Whatever we talk about, if there's some kind of media that I can share, it's going to be on the Don't Wake the Kids Tumblr blog. Uh, so it's if you just Google it, you'll find it. Um, but I'm I'm open for anyone else that you know. If anybody wants to be on it, if you got something you want to talk about, just look me up on on Twitter. Tweet me and we'll set something up. All right. Well, hey, thank you so much again for coming on today. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Thank you guys so much for listening to episode three of the Metal Loud podcast. So what do you think of the brand new song, I Am A Nightmare, as well as the single they released a little while back, Many, Meany, Mean, whatever you want to call it? Let me know on the website, mediadissection.com, or media-dissection.com, actually. It will be up on there, so you can leave a comment and let me know what you think of the new brand new song. Are you excited for the album? Are these tracks leaving you wanting more, or is it kind of disappointing to you? What do you think? And make sure that you are subscribed to this podcast to stay up to date with all things Metal Loud.